0: I don't remember what he says so I'm going to wing it. I think
1: he just says I'm Brett, right? Yeah, I didn't forget my husband's name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hello
0: and welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch. The crime drama you've been craving. So. <laughs> That's right. Brett. I'm Brett and I'm Sam.
1: I'm Ash,
3: and I'm Pat, and, and I'm Matt. <laughs> and uh, I did not introduce you, sir. How no. dare you? You sorry. you sit in the corner. You wait till I introduce you. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> no, we have a guest today. Uh, very happy, very excited to have him here. This is a uh, uh, he works a lot with uh, other people we've worked with before at the certain POV network, uh, prolific podcaster and DJ Matt, aka
4: Stormageddon. Hey, Matt. Hey! Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be on the show.
1: <laughs> thank you, We're excited for, being here. for having you. I really hope uh, that Brett puts in like a storm sound effect. Yeah, like like storm, a thunder, get
2: it. thunder, lightning. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Brett is not here because he's buried under
0: uh, just a crazy amount of work right now. So we can literally tell our listeners whatever we want, and he has to do it because he's not here to tell us no.
3: Oh well, anyone who f- <laughs> who's a listener who also follows Brett on Twitter probably is already aware. This, we're recording this. He got back what last night from his whirlwind,
0: yeah, business he, trip. He was in L.A. He got back. Yeah. He he um he didn't sleep at all Saturday night because he had to catch like a five a.m. flight from LAX.
1: Oh god, which meant he Jeez. had to be
0: there at three a.m. to his gate and then turn in his rental car, or whatever. So. <sighs> He got back. We recorded um, another pass with Case, and then he just passed out.
1: <laughs> and, oh no! Uh, this up. is why the the uh, Bring It On episode is so yes. late um, because mm-hmm. Brett is dying. Brett is dying mentally, <laughs> <Yeah>. physically. <laughs> yeah he he's doing a
0: lot of work. Well, I'm not doing very much work. I feel mildly guilty.
2: Uh, but not no. that guilty
3: you know. uh, so i mean he he has a valid reason i'm very tired right now and i'm sleep deprived but that's cuz i've spent this whole memorial day weekend staying up to like midnight 1 a.m every night either drinking and playing games with family yeah. and neighbors Sounds or our, or recording uh on friday i was up to like one thirty because i was recording um an episode of inks and issues it's a it's a comic book co- podcast and we're breaking Ooh, oh, nice. down the the hot hot mess that is the '90s epic Age of Apocalypse saga. Uh, <laughs> it's wow. it's it is a perfect. Uh, it's basically like the comic book version of this show because it's something I loved <laughs> as a kid. Oh, nice. Went back and reread for their show, and oh lord, it is, it is, it is, it is the most '90s thing in not the best way. Oh <laughs> no! Whereas like there's like. As in, my favorite movie, Surf Ninjas, is very 90s in the best way. Yeah. This is very...
1: Well, before we, uh, you know, tell Matt more of our past weekend (laughs) schedule, (laughs) we should let Matt tell people what he does.
4: So, uh, I mean, it's very funny that you call me a prolific podcaster, which I uh, appreciate, but also feel incredibly uh, underqualified to represent. I've been podcasting a long time. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm perchance any good at it, but I will uh, try and live up to that incredible intro you gave me. Um, (laughs) So uh, I've been podcasting for over a decade. My current shows have been running. I think the longest running show I have right now is about four and a half, five years. Um, I used to do a music review podcast for many, many years with my co-hosts, John and Steve. Um, We've since retired the podcast. Uh, It was called the Crash Chords Podcast. Um, It was a weekly uh, track-by-track analysis podcast of brand new albums. The co-hosts would all take turns picking podcasts, or uh, rather podcasts. Picking albums to bring on and we reviewed any kind of music you could think of. Um, It was a lot of fun, but it was like a seven hour endeavor from listening together, taking notes, recording and stopping. And once we all got lives and jobs and some of Mm -hmm. us got married, it became way more complicated.
1: (laughs) Yeah, those married jerks. Just I know, I'm the worst. I'm terrible.
4: Um, but um, since then, I've been uh, happily doing uh, a lot of other things, and a lot of them featured on the Certain Point of View Network. I know, Pat, you've been a guest. Um, and then also I know you guys have done some crossover with uh, Scruffy Nerf Herders, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, I've also and done. And more
2: to come. Yes, so I've heard.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, I have three shows on the network. Reignite, which is a deep dive on the video game series Mass Effect that I do with my co-host. <gasps> I'm <gasps> um, Jay. We're we're taking it, uh, because the game is very personal and dear to us, we're replaying it, putting ourselves in the shoes of Shepard, the main character, and making decisions as we would make them. And mm-hmm. there's no take-backs, no resets, and then we discuss the section of the game that we've played and also why we made our choices, how that affects oh, how we've grown. Um, because the game's over a decade old, and we've both changed a lot in the years... Uh, since the game first came out and so it's made for like a fun discussion of like well I I I was always queer I suppose but like I didn't identify with my queerness as strongly when I was younger I was still figuring Mm -hmm. it out whereas now as an adult I know that I'm both attracted to men women non-binary and so and everything in between and so engaging in the romance side of Mass Effect is different for me now. I see things differently. I acknowledge things differently. Uh, nice. And then also, like, I was a really angsty teen goth, and I'm not anymore, so like... Hey, man, I'm more, I hear <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm more <laughs> diplomatic, so I may handle some of the situations more diplomatic. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, then I do a more general video game podcast with my friend Jeff uh, called Fun and Games. It's more just a discussion of gaming as the whole, the industry from uh, music and gaming to uh, trends in the industry to crunch and gaming and how it's toxic to the to people making games and everything in between um and then the third show is called screen snark which is just two assholes talking about movies which uh, i feel like you guys would like um it's me and my co-host rachel shank she's a comedian and a musician and we just we bring a guest every week and talk about the most recent movie we've seen and then usually talk about the guest or trends in movies and that kind of stuff and that's been a lot of fun
1: Awesome.
4: Cool. Nice. So and you're then, not busy. I, I uh, no, not at, at all. <laughs> <true>. <laughs> and then on top of that I have a fourth show that's not on the network. That's an interview series um cool. which is just me chatting with musicians, burlesque performers, comedians, photographers, pretty much anyone in the arts who wants to talk. I had uh, ben and Addy to talk about certain POV on there. Um, I'd be open to having other entire groups of podcasts as guests to interview a la you guys if you were ever interested.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Um,
4: but it's called uh, Crash Course Autographs and that's just, uh, it's mostly just a casual conversation about art and artistry with a variety of guests. Nice. That's Very cool. cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Awesome. Well,
3: I, I'm personally excited to have you on and because I um Recently listened to your guest episode with Case on another pass where you did Venom. Uh-huh. Oh yes! And within like the first like two minutes, I was like, ah, this is, guy's my people because <laughs> you,
2: you referenced
3: you referenced how when you were younger, like you you were what a basic like young young lad you were, loving your favorites were like Venom and Wolverine. I'm like, yep right here you (laughs) know pretty much it me it me same every
4: boy (laughs) growing up and it's not necessarily even a gender thing it was just my experience with the other guys i knew it's like if you were a basic marvel fan who knew almost nothing you liked venom wolverine and -hmm. then maybe on dc side probably green lantern like it was just the simplest easiest to grasp characters were your favorites Oh, I was the basicest of bros. As you
1: know. <laughs> um, we we established that yeah, with our... Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, Venom our was fun episodes. to talk about with Case also. Well, pretty much I saw that in theaters because Venom's one of my favorite characters. And I was like, I have to see this train wreck, which I know is going to be a train whack wreck. And then after I saw yes. it, I was like, oh my God, I actually enjoyed this train wreck. Now I really need to talk about it. So <laughs> oh. that was a lot of fun.
1: I was going to say for your uh, video game one... When you guys finish that one, you should do Fable. Because Fable, you could make such different decisions, too.
4: So, yeah, we've talked about that. uh, When Reignite wraps up after the three Mass Effect games and then Andromeda... Uh, what we're going to do next, and the criteria is that you have to be able to make choices, the choices have to matter, and there has to be weight to the choices. And so mm-hmm. Fable, from what I remember, because I, I know I've played all three, I spent the most time with the third one. Um, mm-hmm. I remember there was some weight to them, but at the end of the day, you can still finish the game and yeah. be whoever you were. Um, there yeah, weren't a right. ton of casualties. Um, I wouldn't be against it, but I'd have to revisit it first. But like We've talked about Skyrim a little bit, we did a yeah. special episode, we were at what I thought of, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, so we were at a goth convention. We had a, a live panel at a goth convention, and so we did the vampire DLC from Skyrim, uh, which was fun.
1: Ooh, I but, like that.
4: But we realized the choices were like, like, they mattered sort of, but at the end of the day, you either become a vampire or kill the vampires. There wasn't mm-hmm. much difference in the <laughs> overarching of it. it you know, mm. It was in the intricacies, but it was still fun to talk about in front of a live audience, which was neat.
1: Yeah. Cool.
4: So, should we talk about the movie we're going to watch tonight, yeah, guys? Sure. Yeah, we should, probably, we should probably do that. Yeah. We're
1: watching
0: a movie. <laughs> is this <laughs> a movie <laughs> podcast? Patrick, you have to do it.
3: We are watching a most excellent movie. <laughs> most. We excellent. We are watching movie. Wayne's yes. World. Swing. Swing. Yeah. I am and this so was
0: excited.
3: one of the recommendations that Matt, as we like to give our guests, uh, first choice. You know, if there's anything that sticks out to them. And I, mm-hmm. when he said that, I leapt all over it because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is one of my. Personal, like all time favorites, like top really? ten of all time. Oh. Yeah, I I adore this movie. It's there's a lot of it's done, but I adore this movie. It's this um,
1: so great. Don't yeah, don't downplay it. It's awesome. So, Am I?
3: Ash, but Ash, you've never seen it.
1: I've never seen it, and it's one of those movies that like has everyone's always been like, oh, you guys see Wayne's World, but then like nobody would ever want to sit down and watch Wayne's World with me.
3: <laughs> uh, so I don't
1: know.
2: I
3: would. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> so and I did the uh the little research so we can jump right into it. Let's so do obviously it. came out in nineteen ninety two. Um mm. I don't it know was,
1: why uh, I thought it was eighties. Nope. Nope. No. It feels eight. A- you know what though, isn't it based off of SNL characters? Maybe they're yes, familiar? it is an yeah. SNL. Yep.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. I'll jump right into that. It is the uh, most successful commercially SN- movie based on an SNL skit of all time.
1: Really? The huh. most yep. successfully? Wow.
3: It it made uh, successful. Deme- this is domestic in its box office run. One hundred and twenty one million dollars. Oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. That was that. more than I yeah. thought. It's, yeah. It was the eighth. Eighth, it was the 8th highest grossing movie of
1: 1992 wow Jeez. Yeah, that was this... that was the domestic was 120 yeah that was domestic that was just domestic wow. Wow. jesus yeah. good for them. i did
3: not see w- global uh they and i do know uh fun trivia though they had a hard time global markets with the translation because of all mm-hmm. like the the slang and made up stuff and yeah. words Spoilers. But, uh, <laughs>
1: no, I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs>
3: this, the, the soundtrack went number 1 on the billboard and double what
1: them. yeah it is it like a good soundtrack the
3: soundtrack's oh, great yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. it's phenomenal it uh well I'll save it to the I'll save some of these to the end so I don't spoil stuff for Ash it was um written by Mike Myers and then a married mm-hmm. couple Bonnie and Terry Turner who uh those names aren't household names but they wrote the Coneheads movie Wayne's World oh. 2 Tommy Boy, there were writers on, mm-hmm. and the Brady Bunch movie.
0: Coneheads was also SNL
1: characters, right? Yes, yep. yes, it was. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never directed. seen
1: Tommy Boy either. Uh, what Tommy is
4: Boys? A me con- me we're watching that or the show. Chris Chris Farley <laughs> yeah. is, as far as comedians, I miss. Like he's one of those comedians that yeah. like. I just, yeah, I always laugh out loud every time did, I see anything <laughs> by him.
3: Have you seen Adam Sandler's song to him and did you cry if you saw it? Yes, I watched I mean, I it. I shouldn't have to ask that second yeah, part. I you got about okay. halfway yeah.
4: through the song before I lost it. Like yeah. the the from the minute he mentioned uh, uh, living in a van down by the river, I like yeah. lost my mind. Uh, it was directed
3: by Penelope, uh, Penelope Spheris. Mm-hmm. She That's also amazing. directed. That's awesome. Yeah. So at, at, when this came out, I think it's been broken since then, but at the time, it was the highest grossing movie made by a, fem- by a woman director. Oh,
2: it all right. Yeah, and yeah. it's a
0: comedy. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. a comedy, and she, it's about two dudes, so.
3: She, uh, other notable things she's directed are, she directed the Little Rascals movie. Oh, I
2: love Rascals. that movie. The, she's
3: got, she's got a type. She's got, like, she's got a lane. Uh, the Beverly Hillbillies movie. Oh, movie. Okay. the uh There's a movie called uh, Suburbia, she directed, and Black Sheep, the Chris Farley, David Spade one. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I can see that. Uh, and then she is obviously, uh, was something of a metalhead, because she directed a lot of video shorts for Megadeth.
2: What? Nice. That's awesome. That's yeah. pretty
3: sick. And, like, Sam, makes this person sense.
0: sounds like if you combined us. Yeah. But like <laughs> high school Sam, who is super yeah. into Megadeth. Yeah.
3: And That's true. It, It won, of the most prestigious of awards, an MTV Movie Award for Best On-Screen Duo with Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. That's awesome. Remember when those, like, mattered?
4: Remember Remember when any awards mattered for anything? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you guys know that MTV now is just, like, a bunch of weird, semi-young people watching YouTube videos and laughing at them? yes,
3: That's is that it that was ridiculousness playing, show or? that was
1: playing in that bar, yeah, yeah, when we were in Portland, yep it's super and I was like, the what one, the fuck is this show MTV. is that the? is
3: it is it still is it still that ridiculousness show with
1: yeah Dietrich? Uh,
0: I think I so. don't know any of their names because apparently <laughs> oh. I'm fucking old <laughs> they
3: are if it is if it's that there was some show like that uh where the host was a uh, like a professional skater named Rob Diedrich. Yes. He's had like five reality uh. shows. He got like the best. He looks like the, yeah. a professional
1: skater. Yes, yeah. that sounds yeah. accurate. Are we, are we talking skateboard?
3: Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Just to clarify, what's the other kind of
3: yeah, like, roller skater? skater? Else? Roller,
4: roller skate. Or, <laughs> professional roller or, uh,
3: skater.
1: Ice
0: skater. I well, really, roller derby. Yeah.
4: Roller, well, roller derby's no joke. I have a friend who does roller derby. It looks yeah. awesome. Yeah. We have a couple so, too,
0: and they're badass.
3: I'm gonna run down the cast here. Obviously, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm
2: just kidding. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, Rob Lowe yep. is in this. No, it, shit. Is the main character. Oh yeah. my
0: gosh. Okay, it's all coming back to me. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, Tia Carrera, mm-hmm. who is a you know she was she was working in the '90s. She was the love interest in
4: uh, like every other. One of it's my like first, comedy of them, yeah. yeah. One it's of my first Hollywood crushes for sure, yeah. yeah. Like oh. I saw her in this movie. I was like, Who is she? She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Doyle Murray, Bill Murray's mm. brother. You've
3: recognized what? he's been in a million things.
1: Oh my god. Did uh, I ever tell you guys that? We're, I don't know if you were with me, Sam, but I saw some movie and I was like, that looks like Bill Murray's brother. That guy looks so much like Bill Murray. And then it was.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I didn't realize uh, he had a brother, but that's awesome.
3: Yeah, uh, Laura Flynn Boyle, Boyle uh, is in this. She was she was bigger at the time. I recognize or, I her
0: name. What How do dare you?
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of character actors, ca- character actors, you'll recognize their faces. You might yeah. not recognize their names as much. But uh, other notable cameos are uh, Chris Farley is in this. Meatloaf is in this.
2: Yep. Meatloaf. Uh,
0: yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Alice Cooper is in this. Yep. Ed O'Neill. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. And a couple others, but they'll, they'll kind of spoil it. So I'm not going to mention oh, okay. them. Okay. Thank before. you. Yep. No problem. So, uh, yeah. So... Ash, what yes. do you... i will start with you. What mm-hmm. do you know of Wayne's World? Have you ever seen a sketch? One of the classic sketches? Have you ever... I
1: think I've seen one or two of the sketches, yes. Um,
3: okay.
1: And I'm aware that it's the SNL sketch and that it's Dana Carvey and... Um, or, or Carter? Dana Carter?
3: Car- Carvey. <laughs> Carvey. Dana Carvey. Carvey,
1: yeah. Carvey. okay. And, uh, fuck, my brain's not working right now. The Mike other Myers. dude, he's funny. You know who he is, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, um, and that's about it. Like, I
3: do you know anything I, of the premise?
1: No, I don't know anything about like the actual plot. Like, you um, haven't seen the the scene
0: from the movie?
1: I don't think so. Oh. It has to do with the uh, band. We'll talk Queen. about it. Yeah, the what? Yeah.
3: The, yeah. Band the band who? Queen. Oh, about que- oh, I yeah, love Queen. To- <laughs> okay, then, so, yeah, then I won't so say much, anything. Like ninety percent of my notes in trivia we'll have to wait till after the movie, <gasps> I feel like.
1: What? Um, is Freddie Mercury in this movie? Because I'm gonna be no. really disappointed. No,
3: oh, really sadly.
1: He oh, he died before that. Died the, yeah. this movie came out. Yeah. There's a bittersweet
3: So there's this this is okay. There's a scene, obviously, and you're gonna know exactly what it is when you see it. So this I guess I won't spoil it, but he passed away a few months before the movie came out. Aww. But the scene the scene in question, Mike Myers sent to him
2: Aww. and
3: he got to see the scene and he loved it.
2: Aww. Oh my
3: god, yeah.
0: that makes my heart feel so full of yeah. joy.
3: And oh, s- others. This is a trivia. This is uh, Chris Farley's first feature film that he ha- was on screen for.
1: What? Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. wow, that's crazy. No and way. Then,
3: pretty much. Uh, the one other Wait, little. It's not as fun trivia. Who am I mixing is, uh,
0: Chris Farley up with? The John Candy. John Candy. The the Uncle Buck guy. Yeah, yeah
3: that's John Candy. Uh, and this doesn't really spoil it but apparently Mike Myers and the director Penelope clashed a lot and fought oh, a lot ooh, on set like interesting huh, and uh, like a lot really it was really bad so it was bad enough that he uh blocked her from becoming the director on the sequel
2: what uh, oh.
3: i did so and a lot of the anecdotes allude to him being a, being more of the petulant, unreasonable one. Oh no! Um, which is sad, and I adore. Him. However, I guess the you one... you mean a
1: comedian was a dick. <laughs>
3: what the the one mitigating circumstance? Apparently, his father's health was mm. declining rapidly during production, and his father passed away not too long after the movie was released. Uh. So I don't know if,
1: maybe stressed and i mean that doesn't mean you should lash out at no yeah but there's there's never excuse for
3: for being a dick to another human being never yeah but uh and pretty much all the other trivia i feel like i'd have to wait till after
1: oh sorry all right so i know nothing
3: (laughs) so uh, uh, uh sam yeah what is your how long has it been since you've seen it Ooh. Did you watch it a ton or just a handful of times? Like, what's your history Um, with it? I
0: watched it whenever it was on TV, specifically, like, with my dad. Like, this was a movie Mm -hmm. that we watched together. Uh, And I feel like it's a good dad daughter movie for sure. I think I (laughs) rewatched it one time, maybe in like early college, late high school. And that was probably Mm -hmm. the last time. So it's been probably close to ten or more years since I've seen it. Um pretty long. Yeah. But I remember it being really funny. Just the characters that um that the guys portray, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers, are just great. Like they're freaking hilarious. And they're really <laughs> like believable characters from what I remember. Like I never doubted for one second
1: that they were who they were. And I always kind mm-hmm. of like liken them to Bill and Ted.
4: That's not like, unreasonable. It's that's not unreasonable. yeah, that's fair. It's, yeah, it's a
1: little,
0: a little bit of a little bit different.
4: Yeah, like,
2: Bill okay. and Ted
0: yeah. are definitely more like stoners in my head, and then Wayne and Garth are definitely more like metalheads. Mm-hmm. That's yeah.
3: oh, kind of like okay. goof, like goofball metalheads. Like yeah. goof, okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess one thing I can talk about this is is uh the movie set in Aurora, Illinois, suburb of Chicago. Oh. My uh where actually that's where my high school was located. What? I went to a military. Oh. School. oh wow. Uh
1: You're in this film, right? That's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah.
3: No, <laughs> so so not a not a frame of this movie was actually filmed in Aurora, Illinois. Oh. Uh. Of course not. <laughs>
1: Now you know how we feel with The Parent Trap and Sideways being like, we filmed to Napa. And we're like, yeah. no, you Bitch, didn't. no, that's Temecula. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, but uh, there is, we can talk about it after there's um one of the main locations of it. There's a funny story behind it when huh. the movie takes place. Yeah.
2: That's funny.
3: But, uh, so Matt, the person who,
4: obviously this movie, I'm assuming. He near hates near to it. Your heart. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so. I thought it was important to bring up my now on permanent hiatus unless it ever comes back, which it probably won't music podcast because I'm a big music nerd. I I think the things I'm nerdiest about are music and gaming and like,
1: I couldn't tell from your fancy headphones your way.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so for me, uh, the reason I love this movie so much is because of the music in it. It was of a time where like I was super into heavy metal and rock. Um, You know, my tastes have grown since then, but at that time, you know, which I feel like I either saw this movie in the theaters or when I was of age shortly after, um, because I was born in '83, so I was only, I was just barely a teenager when this came out, Um, but. I love a movie where the soundtrack sticks with you, and if you go back and listen to the soundtrack separate from the movie, you can envision it. Mm-hmm. There are a few other movies that do that for me. Um, ones that come to the top of my head are Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, which mm-hmm. had a killer soundtrack, and then uh, uh, Enter the Spider-Verse, which recently came out. Oh, that soundtrack yes. stayed with me. There are three tracks from the Spider-Verse soundtrack on my workout playlist. <laughs> yeah, <they're
0: laughs> so I love it. so yeah. good. Um, another movie I would throw out there... Uh, kind of random would be Juno.
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, has yeah.
0: such a bizarre mm-hmm. soundtrack that anytime I hear any song from it, I immediately think of that movie. Also, mm-hmm. Brett can leave this in or leave it out. Um, I may or may not be, but probably will be, dressing up as Spider Gwen from Into the Spider Verse for Comic Con.
4: Nice! Nice!
0: Excellent. Probably the movie my soundtrack. Head. What? Yeah, I mean not all. If she doesn't have it all the way shaved, I'm probably gonna shave half. Like head. a fuzzy.
4: Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: Oh, like like the the side shave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the cool, the cool, cool I can see you rocking that. mm-hmm. So we'll see. Matt's hair.
4: Pretty much. <laughs> He's yeah. To his hair. I can't tell because your
1: headphones. Because <laughs> of those fancy headphones Oh yeah 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 Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, but yeah the, this movie So the funny thing is though As much as I loved this movie growing up And like in high school and college I watched it all the time I've probably not seen it since then Like I, I can't remember a time I've sat down And watched it since I've been without cable Cause like um
1: Mm, cuz it was on all the time, wasn't it? Right.
4: So yeah, like yeah. like you said earlier, like if it's on TV, like I watched it from wherever I caught it, but otherwise like I don't I can't remember the last time I literally put the DVD in. So, uh I'm hoping it holds up. You know, I'm as a more aware person, always worry about sexism and racism popping up Mm -hmm. in old movies that I love. Mm -hmm. Um, it happens a lot. And like, welcome
1: to our podcast. Yes, pretty
4: much. And like, I think I remember the movie really well and I feel like for the most part like even the innuendo stuff is not gross like I remember it kind of being playful yeah. like a high school kid or someone with yeah. raging hormones like I don't I don't feel like it was gross but I don't know if I'm remembering correctly or not um I remember identifying much more with Garth cuz he was soft spoken but like uh-huh. really intense and like I was fairly shy believe it or not, uh, back in high school. um, I was this thing called a nerd. I don't know if you're all familiar. (laughs) Hey, Um, Sam
1: Sam knows what you mean there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
4: And so I was was always very soft-spoken and quiet in high school. And so, like, Garth spoke to me in that way. Um, And so, yeah. But I haven't seen it recently. So I'm on this adventure with you guys. Um, Mm -hmm. What about you, Pat? Have you watched it recently? Uh, It's
3: been a while. I'm trying to remember the last time if it's been over under five years, but I I've seen it. I I'm very optimistic. Oh no, I know it's going to be very enjoyable. I think Ash, you're going to really enjoy it. I
1: am so excited.
3: I'll probably be devastated if you don't. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I've,
1: I would be disappointed in myself, oh. If oh. I don't.
3: but uh, I've also been kind of racking my brain doing the, uh, the old woke watch. Yeah. To make sure see it. Mm. And I can't, nothing has leapt out
4: to me in memory like so, the thing that's always cat catching me off guard is like I feel like sexism and racism I fairly remember fairly well. I'm only now recently more sensitive to fat shaming. And so like I feel like a oh, ton of yes. my favorite movies have that Goonies. shit that I never noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and so that one kind of comes out what, of Which one? Uh fat shaming. Like No, which movie? Oh, uh Goonies. Oh,
1: He's just saying he's not, yeah. he's not saying he remembers it in this movie. He's just
2: saying yeah. in
4: general. In general, that's the like woke yeah. watch thing where like it catches mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. off guard because I never, I just, it's not something I was aware of when I was younger. Whereas now I'm definitely more hyper aware of that.
1: I think yeah. it was like more socially acceptable to make fun of fat people back then too. Yeah, as yeah. A, for sure. As a...
3: I mean, fat as a, child. <laughs> a, yep, as yeah. a fat child, I can tell you from firsthand experience, it was very acceptable to make fun of fat. Yes, kids, yeah. <laughs> yep, especially other children, uh, especially
0: yeah. adults too. How many yeah. oh, yeah. crazy old ladies would be like, "You're a cute little chunky one, aren't you?" Like, yeah. shut up.
4: <laughs> um, and I don't think there's any of that in in Wayne's World. No. It's just it's something that had jumped to my mind when I worry mm-hmm. about that kind of stuff because I want to continue to be able to enjoy older things that I Mm -hmm. love. Um, I recently rewatched the animated Aladdin with my nephew and niece and I was afraid it wasn't going to hold up. And it did. It was still funny. Uh, It was, for the most part, pretty, you know, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. aside from all the white actors playing non-white characters. I guess Disney would be the
1: one. Yeah. They'd be the one to be probably the most sensitive yeah. I guess they've also yeah. been the least sensitive but
4: you know yeah I mean <laughs> it wasn't perfect yeah. there yeah. were issues but definitely yeah. not as many as I worried there were they're like
3: this can we can we pretend those crows don't exist in Dumbo oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, no yeah. 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 no. but Disney from like the 80s and 90s is pretty yeah their, their one big thing was all in all white cast voicing
2: mm-hmm.
3: various mm-hmm. you know yeah. global ethnicities yeah um which at least, you know, they're not doing that with these live action remakes. Thank God. I, I
0: will I will say for at the time that Disney was doing that, they were trying to get star name actors because Disney was not the yeah. powerhouse that it is today. So sure. they were trying mm. to draw people back into liking animation after the studio almost closed, uh, by getting oh, these wow. big name actors. So
3: Oh, that's right. They went through a real like seventies yeah. and like Early 80s, they really, like, were shit in the bed a lot, right? Uh, like, they, yeah, you know.
0: pretty much from Walt's death and, like, right around Jungle Book. Um, everything after Jungle Book up until Little Mermaid was really rough for the studio. And Little Mermaid actually, like, brought them back from the brink of death, pretty much. Wow. Uh, Black and Cold now Brown.
4: they own everything. They do.
0: They yeah. own everything you love and hold dear to your heart.
4: And they're never Including going away. Me. Yeah.
0: Patrick, yes. Patrick,
1: we hold dear to our hearts,
0: and he's owned by Disney. So... <laughs>
1: In fact, if he lifted his shirt up, there'd just be like a dis- property of Disney. It, is your heart dog. in the shape of Mickey Mouse?
3: It's actually a barcode scan. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: So, is
0: that I guess, dear virgin among us? What do you want to say? Did you say anything? No, I. Don't
1: I oh, we started with me. Did we? Yeah. That I know nothing. I'm John Snow. I
0: thought you were going <laughs> to say more about what you expected, and not just that you. I seen well, it. I could.
1: Uh, <laughs> I expected, yeah, uh, sort of like I said, you know, like. I've always sort of not knowing much about it sort of likened this film to Bill and Ted sort of like tonally and just the way people talk about it and like the way that they, they both sort of cherish the two movies, you know, um, I'm excited for good old school SNL humor. Cause that shit was the bomb. Uh, but I really don't know. I don't know how they could make a story from the the few sketches I've seen, I'll be very impressed with whatever story <laughs> that they managed to pull out of their ass. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah, that's it.
0: All right. So, we're going to pause the recording watch the movie and we'll join you here after we've seen it
1: now you sound like NPR god damn
3: it <laughs>
0: that's how I hear him he's always like deep and like calm Brett voice. is like an NPR podcast he, he kind of is I if c- an
3: NPR podcast was a person <laughs> yeah.
1: set up okay yeah good luck luck.
3: make it pretty brett (laughs) you can
1: do it we believe in you
4: I could probably I mean, me.
2: do it. Yeah. yeah. And
3: fast forward Brett listening to this later and then he chuckles to himself and he goes as if and he has a good laugh. And he looks around but no yeah. one's around to hear his joke. Yeah. I
1: mean, let's be real. Did Brett not want to watch this movie for real because the Hey Mickey song was in it again? <laughs> I did not realize that.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. So we just did uh two uh, one episode ago. Bring it if, on And that the end credits They're singing Hey Mickey And dancing to it
1: And, jo- yeah. and Brett hated it
0: He hated yeah. it. Yeah. life That song Yeah It's it's.
4: I mean as far as songs go It's not great It's pretty but, you know, yeah. It's catchy
0: But imagine mm-hmm. it's sung by cheerleaders Like that just really Ups the ante there So
4: My favorite yeah. My favorite thing about That bit in the movie though Is that the joke is not that they're singing the song. It's that the both of them don't know the lyrics to the song. Because like everybody else, they oh, just yeah. know the chorus. Yeah. Oh, and so that joke yeah. is funny because they both <laughs> stop and then look at each other and then put on music. Because like <laughs> everyone else, they don't know the verses. Yep.
0: yep. <laughs> oh, should we do our intro back before we get into it? Yes. Okay. Oh, what? we
3: just. Do we just want I mean, to
0: Do we just go into I it? I thought we, we just, did it. We just, well,
3: Brett will say, like, we just, or someone will yeah. say, we just watched. Yeah. Oh. You know.
1: All right, we just watched. I mean, <laughs> oh, you do it.
3: I'm sorry if this is the first episode you're listening to, listener. Like, oh, so God.
1: We don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> we don't
3: have our navigator. Oh, we, don't have no. our,
1: uh, <laughs> we don't have
3: our podcast daddy to guide us.
1: No, don't. <laughs> no. Not podcast daddy. No. No. Daddy, no. Okay, Spice okay, daddy.
3: Okay. <laughs> <Never> <laughs> All the way to Daddy Spice. Daddy Spice. that, yeah. Swole Daddy Spice Um, We just watched Wayne's World We're all, obviously, I'm I'm feeling real good Because that was obviously amazing And fun, and I really want to kick it To Ash first
1: Guys, guys, guys Uh oh, uh oh it was amazing. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And like, I don't know if this like came into your mind, but like, holy shit, they're vloggers before vloggers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I was very excited yeah. about. And they are literally Rhett and Link. Yeah. Literally linked looks exactly like Garth.
4: The reason Rhett and Link have a career probably is because of Wayne's World, and yes. I'm sure it's an inspiration. It must be. Oh my mm-hmm.
1: god, it has to be! Like, have you seen their show? Uh-huh. They're, yeah. it's like so spot on. I was like, two like two minutes into the into their show, and I was like, wait, they're vlogging. They're Rhett and Link.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was
1: I think amazing. Rhett and Link the, are Wayne and Garth.
3: The good news yeah. for you, Ash, is. The sequel is on Prime for free, oh, and nice. so you can watch yeah. it for free. Yeah.
1: and I have a six-hour flight coming up, so yeah, there All we right.
4: go. It's also very enjoyable. Yeah, it it's it's good, but it's different. Like I think that yeah. what makes this f- the first movie so good is that it's just a slice of life. Also, mm-hmm. I had completely yeah. forgotten they spend half the movie talking to the camera and I love I that know. mechanic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that device. So and so great. like and the fact the fact that I don't think any other show or movie has done it like that like where the the one or two times Garth specifically just interacts with the camera like a person, like mm-hmm. under the table when he drops his yeah. Phone, yeah. and then <laughs> in the apartment, like th- that is brilliant. Like I love that.
1: I love the joke where he's like, camera one, camera two, and then oh, it cuts yes. to his eyes, like it's like sorting yeah. your expectation was so great. Yeah. It was so cute, yeah. I, I loved the uh at the
0: end when they're like, Good thing that helpful security guard at the concert told us everything we need to know. Yeah, isn't that convenient? Yeah. Like
2: yeah. it's it's yeah. so
0: tongue in cheek. But like Not in, like, an annoying half-ass sort of way, but in, like, Uh a very satirical way of, like, making fun of Hollywood tropes while not being too, like, stuck up
1: about it, you know? Doesn't Michael Myers do it in, uh, I think Mike Myers, doesn't he do it in, um, oh, fuck, what's the, Austin Powers, where it's Basil exposition- uh-huh. Is the name yes. of the guy who yeah. gives all the exposition? I love yeah. that. So great. We
0: I haven't watched Austin Powers, even though I really, really want oh to. Oh my god! We, because, I mean, I've watched it before, but not okay. in a long time because we keep saying we're going to do it for the podcast. Yeah. But then you accidentally oh. watched it, but that was several years ago. So I'm like, yeah, waiting for it to we not should be do fresh it again.
2: I,
3: I almost feel like the second movie is, and I know we're here to talk about the first, but the second movie even. Leans yeah. w- have more heavily into the like w- tongue in cheek, w- like winky yeah. nudging at a lot of like tropes and cliches in movies. Like there's a scene where I think people are walking by with like a pane of glass and guys stacking watermelons. They're like, I wonder if that'll come into play later. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, a car chase, is, so they run through them. This is yeah. the second
0: Wayne's World or the second Austin Powers? Uh, yeah, second, Wayne's, sure. World. second. second okay. Wayne's
3: World. Second Wayne's World. So like I said, yeah. So at, you like that Bohemian Rhapsody? scene ash
1: yes it was so, very good and it was unfortunately spoiled for me because the apple tv apparently now is just like fucking netflix where like you pull up the movie and it just starts oh, playing a scene and no. it was that scene oh, no. and i
3: was like seriously so sad. come on because uh, that's this- the one scene i'd want someone to see cold if they've never yeah. seen the movie so, like, like I was in like, the moment thanks
1: a lot, though I did think well, the guy was gonna like throw up like to the music, I was uh-huh. a little disappointed that that didn't happen
3: <laughs> so well, the the song was seventeen years old when the movie came out, but it made it go to uh number two on the charts wow. at, at yep, it,
4: yep uh i i so one of one of my favorite movie moments in all movie history is that scene because it's so Mm -hmm. isolated to the importance of the song the camaraderie of the people in the car Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. just a specific moment but also for me as a music nerd like that's a that's a moment that I always wanted to recreate and I I did several times Um, when I first got my driver's license the first time I had a car full of people, the first song I played was Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. and all of my yeah. friends and I sang it, headbanged the whole nine yards. Oh, like, that is deli- awesome. that is delightful. Uh, yeah, it was the studio. An- oh, the studio wanted to do a Guns N'
3: Roses song.
2: Oh, Ooh. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike
3: Myers, Mike Myers was like, "No,
4: I'm I will quit over this." It was that <laughs> important to him. Like, and yeah. he was right.
2: It, <laughs>
0: like, yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't wrong.
4: Oh, well, and the funny thing is also the headbanging breakdown, like that, that is ubiquitous now. Like, whenever you play that song at a oh, wedding yeah. or at an event, like everyone headbangs during that moment because of this movie. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't even realize that yeah. because yeah. I grew up experiencing that. And so when yeah. they headbanged in the car, I didn't. Like, it didn't yeah, really, like... Where it's, it came from. It's because yeah. of
4: yeah. this movie. Yeah. I was and, just like,
1: yeah, it's a cool scene. They listened to Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, that was, <laughs> was what it was for me. But, Matt, you're
0: totally right. Like, what a really brilliant, comedic, and, like, sweet way to really set up all of these characters. And, like, mm-hmm.
2: with, without
0: dialogue, without anything trite, like, yeah. just a true, like, friendship moment mm-hmm. that everyone can relate to. Like, everyone's listening to music with their friends and, like...
3: Yeah, yeah it's
0: totally. It's really well done.
3: So, unfortunately, Stan Mikita's Donuts is not... Re- Stan Mikita was a real Chicago Blackhawk. Very famous, very good Chicago Blackhawk hockey player. But Stan Mikita's Donuts is not real.
2: Um, yeah. It was made up there,
4: for the movie. There
3: is a bar, though, in Aurora, who's that's named after another Chicago hockey player, Chris Chelios. Oh. so but but the uh, what's funny is daddy
1: a real bar because i want to go there so <laughs> but,
3: uh, bad <laughs> <laughs> but uh but it's also kind of a play on because mike myers is canadian uh tim hortons which is yeah. Yeah. i don't know if they have those on the do you have those out by you guys no, no. Well, my family's no, from but,
0: michigan so
3: okay yeah yeah so so tim horton was a very famous canadian hockey player back in the day so that's where the name came from. It's, oh, yeah, I didn't donut. know that. A they chain of donut and coffee shops. Pretty yeah. good
0: coffee actually.
3: So he Aww. basically he basically took that and he's like, I'm gonna pick up Chicago because it's in you know Chicago, I'm gonna pick a Chicago yeah. Blackhawk and basically do that for the that's our hangout amazing. spot.
4: That's Can we funny. talk about for a minute, talking about the Donut Shop, how every scene that Ed O'Neill is in, he steals <laughs> the movie. And, like, I've always loved Ed oh, O'Neill yeah. in everything. I mean, he literally
3: steals the camera, though. Like, <laughs> in the beginning, <laughs> yeah.
4: But, like, what's funny about Ed O'Neill also is, like, this must have been before Married with Children or maybe just after. But, like, Ed O'Neill was a fairly serious actor before and played tough really? guys Often, oh. but then then in Married with Children plays this schlubby like, you know, I used to be great guy. And so to see him steal those scenes like I just I love seeing him do that and chew the scenery because every scene he does his spiel. It's literally just him chewing the scenery for five minutes. And I'm I'm here for it because I love it. I think it's great.
0: Nice. He He's yeah. Hilarious in this. Pat, did you look up if it was before or after Married with Children? I always... Uh,
3: Give me two... Vamp, vamp, vamp.
2: No, no, I I I wasn't
0: trying to call you out. I just saw you looking up something so I was going to ask you. (laughs) I I imagine this is after because I feel like Married with Children was like an 80s sort of thing, but I could be totally off.
3: I'm pretty sure Married with Children is 90s. I'm on it, guys. Here we go, here we go, here we go. (laughs) (laughs)
1: My favorite part was uh while well, he does that was uh one of my favorite parts is when Garth is like drinking a jelly donut with a straw in yes. the background.
4: Uh-huh. It was and it's so, so great. it's so nonchalant.
1: It
2: it's like, so like what I
4: what I love about Garth is his best bits are when he either gets to talk to the camera directly or when he's just in the background doing yes. yes, yeah. It was my favorite thing to watch. Like when he was... like
1: just runs into the wind chimes. <laughs> <laughs> so
4: good. And then they just turn and go, oh, hi, Garth. Like, yeah. like
3: yeah. that's him. Uh, it was right in the middle. The uh, in- Mar- oh, really? children oh, ran wondering. for 10 years. Whoa. Yep. 87 to 97. So okay. it was right smack dab wow. in the middle. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Nice.
1: Yeah, because so, I uh, remember it being on when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah, with children. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, can we talk about like the best scene ever with Garth? Which ooh, which was one? His lip syncing of Foxy. <laughs> oh,
4: oh, oh yeah. by Timmy Hendrix.
0: <laughs> it's it's subtle, but it's so fucking good. Like he's spot on, and like yeah. just pure <laughs> physical comedy that's just amazing and the little ears mm-hmm. that he does and then like his hips yep. become sentient and he's like surprised by the fact that he's like hip thrusting and yeah. yeah. then he's like I guess I'll go with it so good i
4: well, and the funny laughing. thing about Dana Carvey is that, like, on Saturday Night Live, so I'm a lifelong Dana Carvey fan. Like, I loved his old school comedy special. I love—his more recent ones were okay, but, like, he's always been, like, oh, a physical comedian. Oh, maybe not comedian. lifelong
1: after all. i <laughs>
4: um, But he's always been a physical comedian. Like, yeah. when he does Church Lady or any of his other characters on SNL or any of the other movies he's done, he's always very physical. And Garth is the only character where he's really not— Mm. so when he does do that scene it's like oh this makes perfect sense
1: Yeah, you know I was saying a similar thing about Mike Myers where I was like watching this with my boyfriend Bryce and I was like huh this is a different role than I've ever seen Mike Myers play because normally he's very over the top and like goofy Uh but his character in this is like pretty sincere and serious but like you know a little goofy but like Serious when you look at the range of Michael Myers yeah. characters, you know?
0: It, it's like mm-hmm. if Mike Myers is a gradient, this is just like a slash yes. of Mike Myers in there. <laughs> like yeah. a little grin at the camera and like, uh-huh. you know, there's some of his mannerisms in there, but it's not like dialed up to 10.
1: Yeah,
4: His early yeah. movies were all like that You know, this and I Married an Axe Murderer Are uh-huh. both, like, he's kind of just playing an average guy That's true, and he's then,
1: like the yeah. straight man in that movie
4: Right For sure But then everything after that, like, it just ramps up at, at The yeah. more movies he he does Like his character, you know, between Shrek and, and Austin Powers And, mm-hmm.
0: and
1: then he The took Guru, it too which far. was not great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we hit the apex of the curve and started back <laughs> around yep yeah. oh man uh, I love the uh all of the like filmmaking jokes too yes. uh-huh. we're just so like the 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 no film in this camera <laughs> <laughs> it's, just,
4: it's just unraveling so and
3: unraveling that would be unraveling. it'll be that would ruin it right like, I'm, oh, yeah. Yeah. That be, like that's, oh. yeah that's the yeah. Yeah. oh yeah that it's,
4: is gone mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, exposure <laughs> like, yep.
1: even if
0: he just opened it real quick and closed it like well it wouldn't it, quite it be would, ruined
1: it would you'd get like half like leaks yeah. well you'd get like light leaks which would be cool it could look cool but it depends yeah. you know. If you wanted that or not, Uh. (laughs) and even then you just got to do like a bloop and then close it. Because oh man, I
0: loved in that like whole scene how there's just like they're just holding the snake.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just casually a, like just
1: How did well, they get that snake to do that?
4: Yeah. Uh, oh they I must mean, have drugged trained it. Oh
3: no. Yeah, sure. Or they had it well fed like yeah. it's when it's,
1: it's like was sleeping super, snake. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he really was asleep. He's a if, method actor. Yeah. I
0: mean if it, <laughs> here's here's animal facts for you. If it was a little on the cold side, the snake would not have been that active.
3: <laughs> oh. Their body temperature oh, would have been low. Oh. So. Yeah.
1: Sam with animal facts.
4: I I enjoyed how I remembered less than I thought with this movie. Like I didn't, there were, there were whole scenes I completely forgot. Like the scene where um, Wayne talks about how he's going to get Cassandra back. And he's like, I have a plan. And then opens the door to the people like fighting, like the spy training. And he's like, oh, I just, I've always wanted to have this moment. Like I completely forgot that scene existed.
3: and that's probably, that is probably Mike Myers saying that as like a yeah. fan yeah. of things. Yeah. Oh pro- yeah, totally. And he's obviously was like a fan of James, he says like in James Bond movies and then he goes on to make three James Bond parody movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome. Which I, I love stuff like that. Cause I, we all I think all of us, we make things, we all have things like that, that if we ever got the opportunity, we would like, I got to sneak this in or something. I got to, yeah. I've always wanted mm-hmm. this kind of moment. Totally.
1: Yeah. All oh, you them- don't know how mad I am that I didn't get to direct Jurassic World. You have no (laughs) idea.
3: I'm sure. Uh, Ash, it's okay. You're, because they're going to keep going bigger. We're gonna keep all getting more successful the with our creative. Jurassic fears. Galaxy and will
1: be the one I'm to do. Your damn straight. is yeah. exactly <laughs> going to where you're going.
3: We
4: are so synced up.
1: Space dinosaurs.
4: Look, yeah. it can't be worse than what they're doing. So you it's know true. Oh, well, <laughs> it can well, only go up. Yeah. Well
0: <laughs> don't jinx, don't jinx the universe, please.
4: <laughs> um can I take a moment to nerd out about the music in this movie a little bit? Yes. yes. You sure can. So, first, I want to talk about Tia Carrera and how she sang all of the songs that she <gasps> did. Did she really? Yeah. She, that that? she did. That was all what? her. Yeah. All her. Wow. And how Ballroom Blitz, at the end of the movie... Oh, so that's, good. That's the definitive version of that song. I've heard the original and many other covers, but as a kid... One of the first memorable moments yeah. with that song is this movie. And whenever I hear the other versions, like the original, for example, yeah. I'm also always slightly disappointed just because I know her voice so well and I listen to the soundtrack yeah. so much. Mm. But all of the songs that she covered, she sang every one of them. And I believe she played bass as well. It looked The fingering looked accurate, yeah, but I'm not positive. Mm-hmm. Um, really?
1: Because I was looking in the last scene and she's just holding this... The, well, she's the top sparring, of the guitar And then she's picking
4: the Yeah so, so I mean sparring. it could be But I don't she was know picking sure.
1: like one chord Over and over again
4: I would never know This is is where
1: we need Brett Yeah,
4: Yeah, Brett Brett would have
0: known Brett, let's leave you some space to insert your
4: Do a drop in, Brett (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, do a drop in Tell Uh, us how the bassing went down But but the singing was phenomenal She has a beautiful voice I loved how rock and roll it was And then also the other rock and roll moments Like There are so many good ones Like the Alice Cooper concert with Alice Cooper singing Mm -hmm. Feed My Frankenstein is my favorite song by Alice Cooper Because of this movie
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. The
4: Alice
1: Cooper scene Was so funny For me in a completely Mm -hmm. different reason Because Calico In Infectious Is Alice Cooper's Daughter And so it's like so weird seeing the scene Being like that's Calico's dad That's so (laughs) weird
2: (laughs) That's
0: funny Matt you'd mentioned that the other movie That the soundtrack stuck with you Was Scott Pilgrim and you mm-hmm. mentioned that oh, this yes. version of ballroom blitz is the version. <gasps> Are you gonna version. say black sheep? Um, I don't know the name of it. The metric song that Brie black Larson sheep. black sheep. It is black sheep. Mm-hmm. It is totally a version. It's yes. so freaking good.
3: We it might exist already. We should make and curate a Spotify playlist that's Ooh. covers that are covers better than the originals.
4: Yeah. Um, so I movies. have to tell you, I have a storied and long list of different playlists I've made on my Spotify, and one of them is called "Kick Ass Covers," <gasps> and it's just okay. really great covers. I'll give you the link to it, and you can yes. share it in the show notes. Ash, can you tweet um, it? <laughs> yes. Do you have Do you have Johnny Cash's "Hurt"? I do, although there's actually a a version of Hurt I Like Better by the band Seven Dust.
2: Um, And
4: the reason I like it is because um, the lead singer um, covered it after a a well-known rock artist who died young passed and for like as an homage to this young oh. rock star he knew made it and mm. you can feel it in the cover um oh, I'm right. a big okay. emotional listener um but yeah I, I and it's funny you bring up Scott Pilgrim because so I'm a big Scott Pilgrim nerd I uh, helped produce a Scott Pilgrim themed burlesque show last year which Ooh, was awesome, awesome. Um, very cool um but uh
1: you're not you're not a nerd, are you?
4: Are you uh, wondering? yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, but that's but okay. That's, you're welcome here. <laughs> that soundtrack I feel like shines so well because it's, all of the actors and Sex Bob-omb play yeah. the instruments oh, and sing. Yes, they're yeah. all musicians, and like yeah. that's what I like about Wayne's World. And like, like uh, Dana Carvey is a drummer, as you can oh, see in the scene. Okay. That and was like, him too. Yes, that was that him. was actually him.
0: Obviously, Matt, when you return. We have to watch Scott Pilgrim with you, obviously. I,
4: I mean, I would. It's not that old, though, is it?
0: I, it's like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. We're getting there, oh. mm-hmm. right?
4: Yeah. A, that the <laughs> <that, that laughs> yeah. one that I've wa- I've definitely watched recently. I watch it often. That's okay. Um, uh, okay. I'm obsessed, but that's also because I'm obsessed with the comic as well, and so yeah. like, which I didn't read until after I saw the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I have to say. Yeah, it's fine. So we got so a year. Next year. We got
3: to wait a year. We got to wait a year.
1: Yeah. Uh, I ha- I'm so glad that you brought up the drumming because I'm an ex drummer. And when I saw that scene, I wholly expected it to be someone else. And then as they pull out, I was like, no, he's really playing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. holy shit, man. I thought it was a joke at first. I
0: was like, oh, sweet. Did they cut away to a completely different person and this mm-hmm. is a joke? And then I was like,
1: Holy shit! No.
3: He, he's a he's a musician, Danny Carvey. He uh, he plays piano in a lot of his comedy specials. Oh. Like kind of yeah. like
1: Bo Berman? Mm-hmm. Well, Bo Berman would be kind of like him. Bo but Berman. just saying, yeah,
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. correct. Um, yeah, well, and also like um, Mike Myers can play guitar. Like the conceit of Wayne's World is like they were both big fans of rock music and like that's where you
1: can tell for sure mm-hmm. where
4: this came from and that's another great thing about this movie from the music side is like it's a love letter to all of these bands yeah. that they feature mm-hmm. and like the bit with Mr. Big and you know like all of this stuff is really a love letter to heavy metal and rock music mm-hmm. yeah Um mm-hmm. at a time where it was at its peak you know yeah, one yeah. Might and say. uh <laughs>
3: so I love there's so much there's so many things they do like the authenticity of it so by the way that Alice Cooper scene was the backstage is one of my personal oh, top the Milwaukee like, 3 favorite scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Milwaukee As, so he is he's legitimately like a history a big history buff that's oh, that yeah. and that's one yeah. thing
0: that like i think really resonates with this movie is it's not playing lip service to these like music geniuses and like this genre of music it's genuinely like from somebody that loves it And Mm -hmm. they don't play up, like, stupid stereotypes that are really annoying. And Mm -hmm. it just feels really true. And it's
1: really charming. Like, that scene is hilarious. You know what's so crazy was the whole, like, we are not worthy thing uh, part at the end is, like... Watching this movie, there were so many like lines that I've heard other people say that mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. know until just now were from this movie. And that is one of them that I've yep. heard people say multiple times. I- I'm pretty yep. yeah. sure
3: and they would do that in the skit a lot, like if the music like it's if like Aerosmith was on SNL and they uh. came on, they did a cameo during the Waynes World skit. <laughs> like him and yeah. Garth would freak out and drop to their knees and go, That's We're right. not worthy, we're not worthy. Yeah. That's- yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm. I'm pretty sure. uh, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they made a reference to it in Disney's Hercules with uh, pain and panic, and they meet. Oh, yes They they meet Hercules pretending to be little kids, and they're like, "We're not worthy."
1: Yes, you're so Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
4: totally. So was the
1: Rob Lowe like? Okay, he did the Parks and Rec literally. Yes, yes, in this (laughs) movie. Is Parks and, and Rec yeah. making fun of this movie every time he says literally? Is it sh- like a
3: I'm not sure? I, no, I think he's just an, an affectation that maybe he like decided he liked for the character on Parks and Rec. Like Yeah.
4: Maybe. Also that character informs like I've always been a fan of Rob Lowe, but like, you know, he disappeared for a while and then made a big comeback with Parks and Rec. And like rewatching this now, becoming a diehard fan of his character in Parks and Rec because he's so great in that. Mm-hmm. Like, I see that character in this douchey character, yeah, which is totally. so fun mm-hmm. to see.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally.
4: Yeah. I, and I love the the supporting cast in this movie, like, from the guy who runs the arcade to the producer to, like, yeah. all of their friends who, like—they're all so charismatic— uh, even in the small moments they get, like the guy who counts them in, who has been their <laughs> producer forever, like, yeah. who keeps saying, mm-hmm. I love you, man. Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> they
4: just, they, they give everyone something to do that's really great in those moments.
0: Yeah, I- I love that the, they got a whole new studio, a
1: whole new film crew, but they let them keep their camera, guys. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: I was so like, great. yeah, they know how to operate the $20,000 TV camera for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Or like when yeah. I, my, I, the funnier part, the, the less believable part to me was when Rob Lowe walks up to the camera and he's like, I got it. And I'm like, you don't know how to use that. What
2: are you doing? <laughs> that part is so
1: fucking believable because... Executive, because he's just do that yeah. all the fucking time. Like, yeah. I know. Do you saying. love the executive producer joke? The like, like I'm a creative. Of course, you you know. Or yeah. I love TV. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're a creative. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, so good. i Loved that. That was great.
0: Yeah, oh, I, I died. right.
1: There were so many brilliant <laughs> moments. Like the the moment where like he's complaining to the camera and the camera guy just goes to leave yeah. and he's like wait wait, wait I'm so <laughs> sorry no, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. wait
4: <laughs> and then the the top my fate my the scene that I remember sh- most strongly besides. Um, Queen in the car mm-hmm. is the shilling for companies segment where he's yes. talking about how he. Won't oh yes, like I remember it so well, yeah. and I was afraid it wouldn't hold up, and it's just it's still so perfect yeah. because it's, also Rob Lowe's facial reactions are like <laughs> like you could teach a class on just that reaction because also he doesn't he doesn't acknowledge it but he doesn't discount it either so you yeah. have mm-hmm. to spend the entire time thinking wait. Is this in universe? Is it is this oh, just yes. for the camera? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Is he really doing this to Rob Lowe? <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's so good. And then like Garth randomly in the whole reebok get up. Yeah, like, uh yeah, that that bit is one of my favorites and still makes me laugh till I cry because it's just so well done!
1: It's which sick. even more reminded me of Rhett and Link because they started out making fake commercials like that, mm-hmm. and it's it's so interesting seeing they must definitely be huge fans.
4: They must be. Yeah. I can't imagine they're not. I just Let's like seeing
1: all the retro, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> the
3: retro, the retro labeling. Uh-huh. Like retro for now, like yeah. of like the the, mm-hmm. the Doritos bag. Well, that's that, they brought that back recently. Did they yeah. Really? Oh but,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> And so and the new Coke too. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: loved all of the TV references in this. Like mm-hmm. they did the Mary Tyler Moore opening. <laughs> uh
4: huh. Oh, is
1: uh, that yeah. what that was? Yeah. Okay. No,
3: uh not Mary Tyler Moore, um I know what you meant. In Milwaukee. Laverne uh, and Shirley. Laverne and oh, Shirley. Okay, Laverne sorry, sorry. Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, um,
1: clearly they're parroting something that I don't know, but it's funny, but I don't know what they're parodying.
4: Yeah. My favorite part in that montage is when they wave goodbye to the glove with their other glove on the soda thing. Like, oh, it's just yeah. such a wholesome <laughs> moment in that, that homage. Oh, I was like, oh, So
3: good. I think that's, that might actually be, because my mom loved like, like Nick and Knight and wanted to uh-huh. watch those shows. like, uh. That might be like a shot for shot, like
4: all uh, that it stuff. It could like be. That, yeah. Actually, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's pretty I close. Bet, yeah. I watched that with my mom, the mhm I mean, they've Shirey done it. T- they
4: did so many homages, like when they're lying on the car and um, Garth is whistling the Star Trek theme. And uh, then later mm. when they're breaking into the studio yeah. and they do the Mission Impossible theme. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: What's the Mission Impossible? I guess, I mean, because it wasn't a show long. This is before the first movie, yeah. the right. Cruise movie yeah, came this out. Yeah, just based but, on the show. Yeah, but I feel like I didn't realize how popular it was. But uh, what I was going to say was you'd mentioned the car, the laying on the car scene. That's my last little trivia factoid was that was the last scene they shot. Oh. And they were all just done. It's completely (laughs) ad-libbed.
4: Oh, is it really? (laughs) Wait, which
3: scene?
0: Which car scene? Where
3: they're they're laying on the car the first time after he meets Cassandra. They're talking about what like, a babe she is and, like, the girl bunny thing. Okay. That's... Yeah, that's, that's completely ad-libbed. It's the last day of shooting. And they just say some weird shit. And, oh. Like, <laughs> we'll love, get out of here.
1: I love that whole idea that they're, like, parked under the, like, landing trajectory yeah. Yeah. for the planes. Mm-hmm. And the scene where they're, like, getting in an argument
4: and it, uh-huh. it's like you
1: can't hear what Garth is saying
4: yeah.
1: is so great. It's I feel a-
4: like that first scene is just so they could have the second oh, yeah. scene. This and, yeah. and entire movie and it's so perfect.
1: was setups, like, really brilliant s- comedy setups that then paid off. Mm-hmm. Like, the first mm-hmm. time they talked to the cop, he talks about cavity-searching people, which was a setup for the Rob Lowe yeah. scene, which was so brilliant. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's I, great. I would
0: argue that's the one joke that is not super PC now.
1: The cavity-searching? Yeah.
3: Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I think the moment for me that didn't feel super PC is when Mike Myers is like, "She will be mine," and I was like, oh, "Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. creepy!" Oh, well, like
3: the male male gazey. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Also, yeah. I mean, he... literally male gaze with Dreamweaver. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it's, yeah. yeah,
1: but it did. But feel... he like says that it did feel like
0: it walked the line of parody. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah. doing it fully genuinely but it was a little ambiguous of like clearly they know they're playing on a trope but is it because they think the trope is bad or
1: because it's just a trope and that's funny like I'm not talking about the, like, him looking at her, like, the falling
3: no. in love. No, I know okay. what you were saying. She'll, yeah, yeah.
0: She'll be mine. Like, that's oh, okay. been in right. a lot of movies before this. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah.
3: The, yeah. The women, woman is prized. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, and
1: I like but, that she wasn't. She was very badass and, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know.
4: Also, I like how when he first meets her. He makes a kung fu fighting joke, and immediately his facial expression goes, That was a terrible and racist thing to say. Oh shit, yeah. I screwed up. Oh, like, yeah. It, it, like the awareness of that moment, I appreciated.
0: Yeah. And then he goes on to like genuinely woo her in like a very yeah. respectable way. He like respects her culture and like learns her mm-hmm. language. Granted, yeah. it's ridiculous and hilarious, but he does. He, he genuinely goes when, and learns
2: Cantonese.
3: When he
4: stops talking, though, he stops talking in the yes. subtitles. Just oh, that's a great yeah. scene. Like, they're yeah. both <laughs> waiting for the subtitles mm-hmm. to catch up. That's yeah. a good bit yeah. that I don't think I've... That was a bit that I don't really see in other movies, but, like, the yeah. Oscar Bates... Uh, text yeah. that comes up or like yeah. every time text came oh, yeah. up to describe what the scene Gr- was gratuitous
3: sex scene right. <laughs> he looks that he looks back great. at the camera yeah. like uh-huh. excellent, excellent. <laughs> like he sees the like, <laughs> text yeah
1: I feel like didn't they even mention this movie in the movie but didn't uh police academy do that once or twice? Yes yeah, yeah. okay she learns
0: she learns English it's from the police academy. Of uh, police academy, police movies, academy yeah. movies, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah. I think the cringiest thing for me was when they're on the couch uh, in the basement rating um, an actress uh, or model. I can't remember. Yes, her name, yes. And they're like they're like they're saying wood bone most and, like, strokeable, that stuff. most strokeable. It? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, that made me a little uncomfortable. Like, the other swing moments are like, okay, this is a goof, like, mm-hmm, you're, yeah. you're sharing. But, like, uh, the going on in that moment, I was like, okay, this is a little gross. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think had... f- the phrase most strokeable was, like, I was like, and you've gone too far. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> gross. that was the line.
0: Yeah. I had forgotten that the whole swing thing was... Definitely a boner joke, and I'm so glad Uh I haven't said it too often.
2: (laughs) Oh no, (laughs) I haven't.
3: So, what's what's crazy is that made it all the way to the uh, the the live action Ninja Turtles movies from the early '90s, and like the third one, they say they they do that like april neil's like cutting like the legs off her pants to, like make shorts or something what? and the turtles all go swing so i remember watching oh, that and like no. i didn't know what the hell they were meaning like what does that yeah. mean like oh
2: yeah. gross
3: and oh, i no. i just remember
4: my dad had to be like it's something it's just uh it's <laughs> just <laughs> a Funny thing, thing they, say. they say
2: Yeah. yeah
4: like <laughs> Uh, and re-watching this movie, by the way, I can reaffirm that I totally had the biggest crush on Tia Carrera and still do. <laughs> like, she is stunning and she's smart and badass yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I looked up her filmography and she still works, is working consistently. She's not, I, I don't know if she's starring in anything particular that I could remember. But, like, she's been working, because like, I don't remember seeing her in anything since this. Mm-hmm. Except for stuff here and there. But she is still working.
3: I guarantee if you go Because she's got a lot of credits. I mean, yeah. she was in Wayne's World too. She was in um, True Lies. She's the voice of uh, Nani in Lilo and Stitch. Yep. Oh. Um,
2: yeah.
3: Yep. yeah. She had a show. Uh, I forgot what it was called. It ran for a few years. Where it was like, she's basically like Laura Croft. Type, like. AJ oh, the would yeah.
0: be she'd be a great no. Laura Croft. She yes.
3: would make a it, great it was, Laura Croft. it was basically like the same thing. She was like searching through jungles for ancient treasures and cool. looking yeah. good while, looking good while she did it yeah and uh fighting off i'm sure like oiled back hair scumbag <laughs> bad guys <laughs> can we
0: just talk about how amazing her character introduction was mm, uh-huh. like mm-hmm. she, first of all the introducer as playing not as like in the background but like as the front man and not just like singing and being a pretty face but like actually playing an instrument and then she gets it's off almost of the stage. like she's
1: a human being.
0: <laughs> I know right? they it's mm. almost like a woman directed this and <laughs> a real character um but then she gets on stage and breaks up a fight
1: <laughs> like yeah. She's oh a total yeah, that badass. was so badass.
0: It was great. And like not in like a gross sexy fighting sort of way. It was mm-hmm. it was obviously sexy fighting, but like not in a gratuitous way. And <laughs> Yeah, totally. It was meant to like build her character. It was great. Oh,
1: she's from General Hospital. That's yes. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. On that that's well. isn't
3: that a very that's one of the most isn't that one of the most satisfying things where you see someone, uh-huh. you know, where have I seen them? And then you look through the IMDb and you're like, "Oh, yeah, that's the thing." Conversely, yes. one of the most like infuriating things is where you swear to God you've seen somebody, you look through the IMDb and recognize nothing else yes. they've done. Oh, yeah, I hate like, that. Yeah. Yes. And, then, and
0: then like five years later, you're watching some random movie and they have like a three-minute part and you're like, that was it? <laughs>
2: That's why I recognized that.
4: Recognize
2: them. <laughs> um mm-hmm.
4: Uh, another highlight moment I want to point out is um, I like when Garth gets to take charge and when he's leading this <laughs> mission, the whole yes. disarming of the flashlight moment yeah. is so pure and wholesome. And like it, watching his hands when he grabs oh, the flashlight so and dismantles it and then goes, mm. it's OK. He's going to be OK. Like, <laughs> and, and then uh, what's his name? Who I love. That character actor is always so great. But he just goes, Hi. Yeah, it's it's such a beautifully wholesome moment.
1: I love the scene with that same character actor where he's talking to Rob Lowe and he's like, Oh, Wayne's definitely gonna, you know, be okay with that. Not, and then he's like, I'm so sorry, I I don't know what's wrong with me. Like,
2: I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, Uh,
1: I love that
0: uh, Garth is always doing like crazy, brilliant engineering in the background. Mm
1: Like, mm-hmm. so, he's like a mad scientist. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So the uh the hand, that was another thing that it was yeah. never I guess it was I don't know if it was written in or it was like his own personal head canon, but Dana Carvey has said in interviews that Garth was building a robot to kill Benjamin. And that's why like the hand started like going toward him. Yeah. And oh. Like
4: it hit the hammer. <laughs> and that's hilarious. hammer it. Yeah. It's uh, never actually explicitly said, but yeah, that's that's the purpose of that. It's like unofficial out. canon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's great. I also want to say that, like, knowing that Mike Myers and the director had so much conflict, I am extremely impressed because I don't think it comes through in his performance at all.
4: No, no. Which,
1: being someone who has directed and not gotten along with people I've directed in the past, or gotten along with people on set in general, it's like. It can totally affect your performance. So that is really mm-hmm. impressive.
3: I mean, I could see it. this was his, this was also his first feature. Oh, was yeah. it really? Oh, uh huh. Yeah, a lot this is sense. what started it all I, essentially. I could
1: see, I could see that like, cause I was thinking about it, cause he like co wrote it. So I could see the potential for creative conflict between the two. And him yeah. feeling like an owner, but, like, the director also feeling like an owner over the film.
3: hmm Yeah. So,
1: I could... Yeah, I could definitely see that happening.
3: It, it seemed like, from what I was reading, and not to get into, like, boring or downer details, it seemed like there was, like, one or two incidents that were kind of petty stuff, uh, but the overwhelming majority of it was all related to the film itself as far as what was funnier versus, you know, what was a better um, way to do a scene or something like So, it was... But I'm saying, like, it was not, like, him... Just being like a dick for the most part. There no, were, yeah, it was creative it was like,
1: differences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, if it's his first film and he wrote it, I can definitely see that happening for sure.
4: Yeah, I mean, and it's kind of ironic a little bit just because the whole movie is about people meddling mm-hmm. other people's work. Uh-huh. meddling That's so finger true. Quotes. Yeah. And so it is kind of meta that that actually happened on set in a similar mm-hmm. way. Um mm-hmm. I I also forgot just how many 90s references are on, in this like <laughs> like, like the great Poupon, on uh-huh. yes. like, yeah like which is like a joke that I can't imagine even reads now right like I have yeah. no Yeah well idea.
1: I I was confused and I looked to Bryce and Bryce was like <laughs> it was a commercial and I was like yeah. oh right I remember well, now
3: Is I'm, I know they're around but is
4: Reebok is not nearly as like No it's not prominent. as
1: prominent nope. yeah, Pizza Hut so either
4: yeah. is like Pizza Hut's still around but it's definitely not The yeah. biggest pizza brand mm-hmm. Out yeah. here now uh, Yeah it's very interesting To me to see all of That stuff that is clearly of that era or, Is which clam- Is so Nupren like- still on Shelves? I don't, <laughs> I don't think so the, 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 the Oh was
3: that
1: the brand. medicine? Yeah, I've never yeah. even heard of that before. <laughs> I don't think so.
4: I have, oh. but I, I'm not uh, hugely familiar. And like, cutaway. all of that stuff is really great.
0: The cutaway to the close-up with the black and white hand with the two yellow pills.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: so good. Yeah. Oh,
3: gosh. It, it's just, like... It's just fun, right? Just yeah. fun. Uh-huh. It's just yeah. fun. Like, wall-to-wall fun. Uh, yeah. We I don't, also
1: I, haven't talked about, like, the ending
3: Oh, Which,
4: the VNS ending. is
1: so brilliant. Like, the first ending, I was like, Wait, what? And then I was laughing because I was like, Oh, this is funny because it's like he's making fun of the fact that this is like the worst, you know, the worst. Like, this is the everything goes wrong moment. And mm-hmm. how horrible could it be? There's a fire, and then they're like, Oh, just kidding. Let's do the Scooby Doo ending. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but even even the fire they set up because there were sparks in the in mm-hmm. the uh, control room and the opening yeah. scene yeah. Yeah. It of it. So yeah, you said Ash, everything was thought oh, through, yeah. like set up punchline, set up punchline. Like I,
1: people, I think the people who understand setups and payoffs the best are actually comedians because mm-hmm. that's what a joke is. A joke is yeah. the setup, well, and then the punchline is the payoff.
3: And even in the Scooby-Doo ending, the old man withers was in the beginning of the movie when they first what? walk into the donut shop. They said oh, hi to rare. him real quick. They, oh, it was like real. Right. It was real
4: quick. It was, how's it going? How's the amusement park? Yes, yeah. you're
1: and, right. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Well, oh, that's awesome. That,
4: that was a fun moment, too, because I had forgotten there were multiple endings. Like, of course there is, because I remember the yeah.
1: doodaloo,
2: yeah. But I've just yeah.
4: forgotten that it ends badly first. And so when that starts to happen, I went... Wait, that's not how this ends. Yeah, and you're then, like, what? And
2: <laughs> no. And then, so
4: it was fun to experience that again, like having mm-hmm. genuinely forgot that that happens first. Yeah, um, there, are,
1: there are only two movies I know now that can do that well. It's Clue and this one. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah that is true. Oh, and you got to go watch Wayne World, Wayne's World
4: too. Oh, well, that's yeah, true. So, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> Spoilers now for a very old movie.
1: Yep. <laughs>
4: Um, now I know yeah. that it
1: ends multiple times. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I well, you knew. I feel like, yeah, I
3: feel like that's one thing. It definitely you
1: it's a you knew. Film,
3: they're going to do that again. <laughs> yeah, just go like bigger with it. Like they do do that. Just stop,
1: Patrick. You're just ruining. You're just spoiling more of it. <laughs> they don't end it three times. They end it five times this time.
4: <laughs> R- rewatching it though, like I loved how well it moves, also and how well paced it is. Like. It, uh, I have a problem with a lot of modern movies I, I tend to enjoy a lot of things even good, bad or indifferent like I can find fun in a lot of places but something I notice in a lot so of more me recent comedies about, uh,
1: Game of Thrones season 8 no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't just watch kidding. it
4: I don't watch Game of Thrones good Don't at you. me internet I don't <laughs> care um, But uh Like more modern movies, I find that I have moments where I'm just kind of like my mind drifts or like, you know, with Mm -hmm. some exceptions, whereas this is such Mm. a tight comedy where there's never a moment where I was bored or taken out of the moment or like it just Mm -hmm. it's it's so punches in a way that I just don't feel like a lot of comedies now do. And so I really enjoyed it for that reason as well. The
0: the broad timing of the movie, like the pacing of the movie as a whole was great. Mm. And then like. The small pacing of each joke was really well done, too. Mm -hmm. So they clearly Mm -hmm. knew how to use timing to make things funny.
1: And I think also something that's brilliant about this movie is it's not one type of comedy. This movie has parody. This movie has... Uh, dialogue jokes. This movie has camera jokes. This movie has lighting jokes. This movie has mm-hmm. audio jokes. This movie has situational humor. Like, yeah. there's so many different types of like. There's physical gags. Like, the the variety is so great that you you know you don't get bored because yeah. you you know. It's not a predictable, well, this person is just going to have a snarky comeback again. You know, like it's, they mix it up, which is so great.
3: Well, I think, and it's something that is a through line. I think anything you consume that is, is excellent, not to be, I mean, by literally is excellent. It's very good is two things that always will shine through are authenticity Mm -hmm. and passion. Mm -hmm. And it's obvious in like authenticity with, um, uh, even though there weren't like filmed in Aurora, a lot of that was very authentic to like if I didn't know that, I could have easily it was very looked very much like what like sh- the western Chicago suburbs look like yeah. and um the authenticity of like the musical performances with with Tia and Dana mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, even something as small. In the hockey scene, I played like in the neighborhood. You'd play like street hockey, and that was so it'd be pitch perfect. Car (laughs) game on, like that was so like
1: yeah, that was great. That scene was brilliant, and that's another comedy thing: is like the more specific you can be, the funnier Mm -hmm. it is. And like they were kind of even making that commentary with like, "Hey, they're trying to make our show likable to everybody, but that's not." who we are that's not what we do you know we we're we like what we like and that's what we want to do
4: yeah I I really also love the fact that all of the actors for the most part are so earnest like what I love about Chris Farley's two-minute scene is that he's genuinely (laughs) just so happy to be there you can tell yeah and and it's just so sincere in the delivery of all of this extra information like it was uh-huh. and you feel his charisma in that brief moment like it's no wonder that that uh this director goes on to direct him in Black Sheep and like continues to work with him because like mm-hmm. there's something there in that brief moment where you can't help but notice his character which i really enjoyed mhm mhm
1: definitely the guy who worked in the guitar store was that like a famous musician or somebody
3: no it is a it is a common the, the there is funny you mentioned that though because there's trivia that it's uh it's he's commonly mistaken or people think he's somebody he's some of uh, from a band but he's not it's oh. it's, it's, it's nobody but there's a piece of really trivia good that, casting <laughs> yeah yeah the, oh, where is the it? The no
0: stairway there, joke is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's that. So was that,
3: so that, that was real. Apparently, like there were in in the UK, there were music shops that because people would just do it too much.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's a fucking totally. ten minute song. Like <laughs> it's
3: that that
1: and free bird is like just stop.
3: Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, I it. love
1: stairway, but just stop. Mm-hmm. You performing stairway is not going to be good. Just
2: stop.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
1: Did
0: oh, he man. actually start playing Stairway? Because it totally didn't sound like it.
3: No, right. they couldn't get the, I was uh, say. the. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Essentially, they cut him off before he actually plays any anything of note.
2: Okay, uh, but yeah, they couldn't get uh, the rights uh, yeah.
4: to it.
1: Okay. Of note. Sorry. Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah, they they couldn't get the uh, the <laughs> <Yeah>. rights.
0: <laughs> okay, I, I had a feeling, but I was like, uh, maybe I just misheard it.
1: No, I felt the same way I was like, that didn't sound like it But the joke's funny, I'm okay yeah. with it
3: <laughs> It's uh, the, the clerk at the guitar store is There's a hair metal group called Slaughter I'm personally oh. aware of uh, Dana Strum is a bandmate member of that band And he's often falsely credited as the uh, As the guitar shop guy
4: yeah.
1: Gotcha. Nice. And the real guitar shop guy Is like what the fuck man What about me <laughs>
4: uh-huh. So
3: Final thoughts final Ash thoughts. I the first time.
1: loved it It was so great I think there's probably even more jokes That I didn't get because I've never been to Chicago And I'm Not a huge metalhead, But it was still really enjoyable Um and I kind of, I don't know, Sam can can uh, say whether or not she thinks this is true, but I kind of finished the film and I was like, this feels like if I made a movie, <laughs> this is <laughs> what I would make. Because uh, uh, I just, you know, I do parodies and sketches and it, it the whole thing just felt like a somehow they managed to get a plot into a bunch of sketches and parodies. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. it. So
3: you're gonna go watch the sequel.
1: I will actually. That's I like I said. I have a six-hour flight, so now I have another movie yeah. to watch. Perfect. Yep. You should see if that, that will let you download it. It pairs so well with that '70s show, which I've been binge watching, because mm. like their basement looks almost identical to the basement, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, yep, that feels familiar.
3: <laughs> nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sam.
1: This
0: totally still holds up. So funny. Uh, I think what surprised me the most is how well done it is. Like, yeah. I, I kind of
2: uh-huh.
0: thought it would be kind of a throwaway movie. Like, yeah, it was funny. There's some good laughs, like some good characters, but like, I had forgotten how every decision that they made was so purposeful. Like, they mm-hmm. made mm-hmm. every joke, they put everything in for a reason, and it really shows. And I think that's why. It was so popular when it was new and why it's had so much staying power. It, it's mm-hmm. great. So funny. Great characters. Yeah. Great acting. Just overall. It's, it's well. great.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Matt? Uh, yeah, I'm super happy that it didn't disappoint and that it still holds up. Um, and what was really fun for me is that the now I just want to go listen to the soundtrack on loop. You know, after watching it, you know, and I'm kind of really excited to see if it's on Spotify and put it back in my rotation because I don't think I have a physical copy. If I do, it's lost somewhere in my New York apartment. Um, But uh, I'm so glad I still laughed. I'm so glad it still holds up. There are some cringy moments that like, you know... They just they exist, they are of a time, but it doesn't ruin the movie. I don't think that they're and I don't think they're the most Uh, heinous versions of those kinds of characters.
1: Oh yeah. It could have been Mm -mm. way worse.
4: Right. We've seen way worse.
3: Yeah.
4: (laughs) And it's also
1: uh, like while it is cringy, it's also like, well, that's true to those characters, you know?
4: Right. Well, because they're also Mm portraying younger guys who Mm -hmm. are like, you know, they are, they admit to their own flaws in other moments. So like, Mm -hmm. it's really believable that they would learn from those things and that they don't mean any harm and that they are just trying to be funny. Um, yeah, yeah, I loved it. (laughs) I, I definitely want to watch it again much sooner than later because, Mm -hmm. uh, I'd forgotten how much I love this movie. Definitely still holds up.
2: Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, Pat.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was Zang. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. I, yeah. Cantonese. I, yeah, got oh. it. Matt got it.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, your pronunciation was off. I couldn't understand. Yeah.
3: I'm sure it was awful. I apologize. I, and No, it sounds like I'm being a dick. I sincerely apologize. <laughs> if, if I just butchered if there's any <laughs> language. I um, still speak no, more was...
0: Cantonese than most Americans, so, you know.
3: It's right true. right, exactly
0: <laughs> just
3: just from, <laughs> yeah um no it yeah it's so fun I want to go watch the sequel again just I I uh Matt you'll appreciate this Ash cover your ears but this is I, I have a I have a, a a t-shirt that directly references the sequel The oh, a no. Waynestock t-shirt oh nice yes <laughs> excellent Very <laughs> good what I, just, I ref <laughs> I referenced the spoiler to the sequel oh, but I don't want to well yeah.
1: thank you I appreciate it <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, but, uh, listeners, if you haven't seen
3: it. <laughs> Spoilers for a 24-year-old movie. Yeah. Uh, Matt, give us again. Tell, tell people where they can find you. Give us
4: another rundown. Where you of, at? Yeah, the content you create and... Sure. Um, So if you're in the New York area, um, actually on June 14th, I am hosting and DJing the three year anniversary of Magical Girl Burlesque, which is a burlesque troupe that I help produce with. Um, It's at Bedlam in NYC. So if you're a New York listener and you want to have some fun at a nerdy burlesque show, I uh, highly recommend coming out. Um, Beyond that, uh, you can find me on the internet. I'm at DJ underscore Stormageddon on just about everything on the internet. Um, I host four different podcasts, Crash Chords Autographs, which is an interview series which can be found at crashchords.com. And then all three of my other shows are at certainpov.com, which I uh, am gracious to be a part of that incredible network. Um, Reignite, which is a Mass Effect podcast. Fun and Games, which is a more general video game discussion podcast. And Screen Snark, which is a... I like to call it a movie podcast for movie lovers by movie lovers. Um, Mm. And uh, yeah, that's really it. Uh, If you want to get at me for anything, you can also find me on Facebook. Just look up Stormageddon. Um, I'm pretty responsive there. Uh, And if you have suggestions for guests or topics for any of my various podcasts, I'm pretty open to that. So, uh, Well, if you ever
1: want to do one about Fallout 76, Uh. I have the (laughs) unpopular opinion about the game.
4: Um, I would be happy to, as someone who looked at that game and saw nothing worth playing, um, just as a lifelong fan of Bethesda's stuff, Mm -hmm. um, I would love to hear why you like it. Because honestly, I'm not here for giving one-sided opinions about what everybody else already has decided Mm -hmm. they hated. I always love hearing from people who love a thing that I don't. Because a it may convince me to love it, or b it just is an interesting perspective that I won't otherwise get to hear. So definitely, I would love well, to there you talk go. about that. Um, and of course, also if you all, as a uh, group, would like to come on autographs and talk about your podcast to a different nice. audience, I would happily. Mine is Brett you guys. though, because
1: he's not well, here, right? Because he so.
4: wasn't here, so he doesn't get to be on that one either. <laughs> um, but thank you for having me. This was a blast. It was great to rewatch Wayne's World. Um, I love this format, and I love. I love being a part of it, and I will happily come back and do it anytime. Awesome! Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Nice.
0: Thanks again for being on. And in a in a year, we're gonna have to do Scott Pilgrim.
1: Pilgrim.
2: Yes, I, I'm here for it. I Less than a year, we that. just
1: have to wait
3: mm-hmm.
1: half a year. Yeah, right. right exactly. <laughs> Seven months.
3: Oh no, we are sex babam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna make you feel sad and think about death and stuff. So, uh, yeah. Threshold.
0: All right. We do this every two What weeks. do we do now? Yeah, oh, sorry. I think, I think I'm doing
3: it. <laughs> we do that. do that. We we joke about how we don't have an outro. Yeah. That's <laughs> what we do every time. Uh,
0: thanks again for listening. Uh, join us for another
1: episode of Let's Rewatch soon. Yeah, and you say? can follow... <laughs> Just get more higher pitch. And, <laughs> uh, and you can also follow us on Twitter. We're at Let's Rewatch where we do fun stuff like movie polls or I will tweet a still from the movie and see if you guys can guess. And this one was really great. Sam texted me and she's like, you have to tweet a picture of the dog, Garth's dog. Uh,
3: uh, yeah.
1: And of course the first one to get it was Mitch. Woo-hoo. Good job, of course, Mitch. Mitch. Oh, oh, yeah. Shout also, out to
3: Mitch Reference. Let's rewatch Bingo. Oh, yeah, there you go. So yeah. Drink again. It's definitely on yeah. there.
1: Uh, <laughs> and then um, Gail also got it too. So good job, guys. Awesome. And uh,
0: yeah, if you liked our show, please tell your friends. We uh, love to get new listeners. We've gotten quite a few. So welcome to the crew and make sure you tell even more people. Yeah. Did I cut you off, Pat? Do you normally go before me? I'm I'm all out of whack.
3: I just tell people go to our website. Okay. But I'll tell you steal our friends steal a friend's phone and subscribe. Yeah. yeah, do it. Yeah. For all and the podcasts. And then go to the website. Yeah.
1: Yeah, all of the podcasts. And then set like the, the home pages, you know, to the like automatic home page on their computer.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You joke, but I used to walk around Apple stores subscribing my podcast to. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah. I used to do well, no, that. Well, not the podcast. Like, uh... I would
1: do my YouTube channel and be like, "I'm just gonna <laughs> no. leave this here, bye."
3: Like I do, I would do my book on Amazon. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's like.
1: awesome. All
3: right, <laughs> Brett, even though he's not here, sent a movie to the group chat for us. So you have to do
1: your book impression I, now. Yeah, do your Brett impression.
3: Uh, thanks again for listening, and join us again next week when we watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation.
1: Uh. <laughs> but will it be better, but just less respected?
3: Oh, oh. excellent reference joke to a movie we just watched. <laughs> there you yes, go.
1: yes. Well I love when you explain it too. <laughs> it's double funny that.